Welcome to Two Brothers Review, the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. First podcast of the new year. And uh, I think we started in 2017, so now this is the fourth year we've made a podcast in. Good. Good work. That was pretty crazy. It's quite an accomplishment. I think so. A lot of podcasts would have failed by now. Uh, And this week we're going to be talking about the two popes. Uh, But before we get into that, we wanted to give our recommendation for a movie told in flashbacks. Ty, what did you think of for this one? Well, I have on my mind The Irishman. That's the one I thought of first. I don't think I have a movie that I particularly love that has flashbacks, but The Irishman does use them. And uh, tonight's the Golden Globe, so we're going to see if it does well. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, I thought of The Social Network, because I think it goes between that legal deposition and then the founding of Facebook. So I think that that's the one for me. Okay. Sounds good. You know, not, not too shabby. Um, well then, yeah, let's get into the two popes. Uh, this is a movie that I wasn't so sure about. I thought it might be a little, a little slower. Just didn't know quite what was going to be going on, but Ty, you seemed into it. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? You didn't know what's going on. You never know what's going on in the movie, right? Until you watch it. You mean like you were dubious? I was a little dubious. Okay. Well, I it goes getting a lot of award season buds, so I wanted to know what was if it was worth watching or not. Um, okay. I felt like it was pretty good. I mean, it's definitely a particular genre where you have almost theatrical, where you have two people talking a lot to each other, and that's the whole drama. But Did, I, yeah, but I feel like it's an important, or it made an important moment. Very understandable and human. I, I think the drama that comes through the movie is that the transition of how they have come to understand each other a little bit better and then them revealing parts of their history. Or I guess specifically Jonathan Price's character talking about his rise in the Catholic Church and the trouble he had during the, the dictatorship in Argentina. Yeah, why do you think they don't have the history of the other pope who – Everyone references as being a Nazi. It seems like he has an interesting historical past too, but they just don't even say anything about it. It doesn't make sense to me. I, I in that in the movie I thought, why are we only getting one of their backstories? Wouldn't this be cool to see both people's flashbacks? Yeah, but maybe the first um, Benedict is is not really redeemable. I mean, he knew about the sex scandals, didn't do anything about it, and maybe was too hard lined and. You know, it's not not very sympathetic. Interesting. That I feel like they kind of give him a pass, but I guess I didn't. I don't know. Maybe you're right. I didn't get the feeling like irredeemable. I felt like he just decided it was dramatically uninteresting. But one, maybe you care more about the person who comes to power than the person who gives up the power. But that's that does seem like such a challenging decision he had to make. Yeah, it was a weird choice. I think <laughs> you would have stuck with it. I would have showed both histories. I would have. Con- I would think I would have compared and contrasted. Also, we just don't get to understand very much about why the the older the the current pope decides to resign. I mean, is it is it obvious to you that's because he's tainted because he knew about the sex scandals and didn't do anything? I, I that's what I took from it. He just felt overwhelmed by that that weight. But to show the first selection of of when when he, he does become pope and how political he makes it or how bad he wants it. To see that that you know within six years he doesn't want to be pope anymore, 
yeah, I think there was something, there's something interesting there that we didn't get to see. Yeah. Cause I, I guess I think this movie made Jonathan Price's character seem saintly almost, right? This is a very pro, <laughs> a very pro Pope movie. Pro one Pope. Yeah, not he pro, doesn't. I, oh, I, pro, I think that's right. Yeah, not pro papacy. Because he doesn't want all the expensive stuff. He doesn't use the the fancy things that are available to him. It's him being that humble person. I think is highlighted. Yeah, and he's a he's a South American pope. The director's from Brazil, so I mean, I think he's and and he's taking all these very liberal positions that I think would be popular with the filmmaking community, probably. Do Do you like this format of the conversation? with the dramatization being shown? I mean, do you think that's an effective way to tell the story? Well, I, th- I think so. I mean, I think if it had just been their conversations, it, I would have thought at the end, uh, this should have been a play, but I really like their conversations. I mean, they're great actors and they're very, they're, they're what they're doing was, I thought fascinating to watch. That was for me, the best part definitely of just seeing the emotion or the, almost the political strategizing that they're doing in real time as they have to think, how to react to things. And then also that is tempered with the fact that they're trying to be forgiving men of God. I mean, the scene where they absolve each other, I think is very powerful. Yeah. It shows sort of how the the power of confession and getting things off of your, off, you know, talking about it. Yeah. Did you feel it's, it's cathartic? Yeah. I don't know. Did you think that it was boring to watch them talk or what'd you think? No, I think they're very, uh, very engaging. I guess at the beginning of the movie, I, I, mean, I liked all the pageantry. And then when it settles down to their conversation, I thought I might not like this. You know, I, like I, who wants to just look at these guys talk for another hour and a half, but, I, but you're right. They're, they're good actors. They're engaging. They emote well. Um, so, so no, it, it works pretty, pretty well for me. And then it does intersperse with the more dramatic flashbacks and they change their locations. You know, I, I really liked the scene where they're in the 16th chap 16 chapel and his assistants like, you know, people are going to come in soon. Do you want to, can, can we, can we move you? They go into that kind of side room and then they leave and, and, and interact with all the people. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I mean, all these conversations would be dramatized, right? I mean, they did not, I mean, I guess, do we know that these two people met before the transition? Mm, I don't know. I assume that, that that was true that they had met, but I don't know. I don't know the history. Yeah, I think they would need to have to, for this to. I don't know, unless this is totally just a storytelling device. It is no. I think I think he's basing it on that history, and I think he chose it because it's pretty dramatic, and it is kind of amazing that the guy that gets defeated in the one vote eventually gets asked. They might have, I mean, maybe, I'm totally speculating here, I don't really know. Maybe they heightened the antagonism between them to begin with to make that um, reversal where he comes to him and asks for his help all the more dramatic. I mean, he's very rude to him at that vote, at that first vote. Dismissive, totally. Yeah. Do you think this movie is um, affirming of the Catholic faith or, I don't know, skeptical or neutral? I guess I thought it was made by a Catholic. I would, I, I would assume, and I think kind of pro faith, pro something in your life. I don't know if it's really pro Catholicism though. I think it showed it can be rigid or or 
dismissive of peoples and not really connected to the world. Yeah. It kind of, well, yeah. I kind of interesting to see this movie this week. When have you, have you heard the story about the the Pope? No. What do you mean? Uh, in, in Rome at New Year's on New Year's Eve or New Year's day, a woman grabbed his hand and he slapped it. Oh yeah. I did see that. <laughs> Which I think is a pretty human reaction. Like, I, I don't know if I was trying to get away from someone holding onto my hand. It's not like he hit her. He slapped her hand on top of his hand. Yeah. Also, she was pretty rude. Yeah, definitely. The actors, I saw something where the actor said that when that Pope did become the Pope, the one that's currently the Pope, everyone told him that he looked like him. So <laughs> it's a pretty good match um, physically. Definitely more than uh, more than the other the other connection because they they show the two real popes at the end. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so he was a, a much better fit. Yeah. Uh, was your favorite scene the the soccer match? It was. <laughs> it's such good irony that Germany played Argentina that year. Perfect. Oh yeah, and the idea of him just being like so into it and. <laughs> And yeah, the, the, one, the, the cuts between the the fouls and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or just, th- just how into football the, the second Pope is. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. And then he gets a lot of jokes out of, um, for, you know, being declaring his support for the team in Argentina that would alienate some people for sure. But I mean, I guess he's usually good naturedly. Yeah. Do you think he shouldn't be the Pope based on what he did? I guess maybe we talk about it is, is what he did that he limited the preaching of communism or anti-government education for, for people, or did he inform on his priests? I, I guess it seems like he cooperated, but I didn't understand to what extent. Yeah. Just, I think, I think that he was going, he was taking advantage of being invited to these fancy things and then trying to translate that into safety or support or at least tolerance for his priests to do their work. But it seems like when things, when push came to shove, he would take the side of the government in order to keep his, you know, his priests safe as he saw it. Well, and amazing that he comes out of that. They, they totally exile him to that kind of country assignment and he still comes back to become a Cardinal and then the Pope. Like, I, yeah, I don't understand. I don't know either. if they, they just showed that with a few ticks of the calendar. Like, what, how did he gain influence again? Yeah, if you go from being exiled to being asked to be a bishop. Yeah, I, I, I probably just don't know enough about the structure of power in the Catholic Church. Because, like, how does anyone become a cardinal? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems very political. Just to watch that vote, that vote felt very political with people kind of campaigning and, I don't know, making choices, saying things like, we have to have balance or it's, you know, it's time different factions against each other. Yeah. Well, and they only showed one vote for the second Pope. Do you know if he really won on the first ballot? I don't know. Cause I think that sort of, that does show some consensus or coming together of the, the Cardinals where I think the first one had at least three votes. Yeah. I think the first one was, yeah, I don't know. All I know is what's in the movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fortunately, we're not Catholic. Did you say fortunately or unfortunately? Well, well, I guess for context, unfortunately, I guess I'm okay not being Catholic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Okay. Are there other things that you liked or disliked about this one? I liked how they spoke different languages all the time, just switching in and out of different languages. I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, the, the scene where he's like, I speak Latin because only 20% of people are upset with me because only 20% of people understand what I'm saying. Uh, And then you get the payoff of the scene where he announces he's resigning and he does it in Latin. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that's good. But, <laughs> uh, all right, so Ty, what would you rate the two popes out of five? I'm going to give it a three out of five. Just kind of an average movie. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. I, I enjoyed oh, wow. the drama. I think they did a good job with it. Okay. All right. Cool. I don't know. I think it made me feel good about his commitment to trying to do what's right. I, I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, it's great. Do you have something else for the listeners? A recommendation? Well, you know, Bad Boys is coming out with a new one with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, right? Yes, I do know. So... Uh, I got my family to watch the original Bad Boys last night. It's Michael Bay's first feature movie. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. It's so bad. But funny. But bad. Okay. Did anyone like it? That that I would know? No. <laughs> no. But mom, our mother stuck it out to the end. Mind blowing. <laughs> she shouldn't have. Uh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Well, I tried to warn her. Are you going to watch the second one? No, is the second one good? I don't think so. I doubt it. No, I'm not. I just wanted to get that one basis, and then if I go see the next, the new one, then I'll be ready for it. Okay. Uh, uh, for me, we got back to California after the holidays, and I had some friends over, and we did a puzzle together. And I think puzzles might not be my thing, but social puzzling is pretty fun. So. I'd say grab some friends, do a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. You know what puzzle I can do with some friends? I do know. Ooh, a picture of me. That's a little bit awkward socially. Hey, guys, you want to come over and do a puzzle? hilarious. Hey, guys, you want to come over and do a puzzle of me? Oh, my gosh. Uh, for Christmas, Remy and I got pictures of all of my siblings and had puzzles made of them. I'm going to try it, actually. It sounds a pretty funny thing to invite people to do. Yours is, yeah, it'll be good. Enjoy. <laughs> good. Uh, all right, well, thanks for joining us for the first episode of 2020. Um, <clears throat> please keep coming back. This has been Two Brothers Review. I'm Reed Turley. I'm Ty Turley. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.